0: So, hey, this is what we 're going to do. Um, I like to hear from from you guys um, some stories, and uh, i don 't know that this is going to take the whole time, um, but you kind of see like the fun stuff in the pictures, but it's also really, really cool to hear about um, the God stuff, like what God did in your life over the weekend again um, i uh, I always feel like I, I want to give this, this this disclaimer. Some of you just like couldn't go, and so I don't, I don't want, you know, you're like, ugh, what a night. Why did I go to Oasis tonight? I, last minute I couldn't go. I had this thing for school. I couldn't get off of work. So uh, there's always another retreat, or you've gone to some in the past. But hopefully, if that's you, I, I, you know, if you hear stories tonight, hopefully you, you enjoy hearing stories of what God did in the lives of your peers and that kind of thing. Here's what I want, though. I just want to give you students a chance to share, but I want you to share, like, this is what God started to stir in me over the weekend, or this is what God allowed me to open up about over the weekend, maybe, or this is what God, I don't know, prompted me to do, but make it kind of a God story, and again, there's no expectation for any of you to share, and maybe there's, maybe there's just one person, maybe there's nobody, maybe there's five of you, and I'll kind of share some things after 10, 15 minutes, so keep it short and sweet and to the point. And keep it like G-rated or PG-rated, like don't say anything that you would regret later and we'll all be like, why did you say that? Or I shouldn't do that. So Mike's up here, come sit in the stool and uh, just put the mic down when you're done. I know it's terrifying for some of you who don't like to speak in public. So, I want to start?
1: Is this working? Okay. Um, I'm Caitlin, I'm a senior this year, which is really sad because I'm never going to go on the fall retreat again. Okay. Okay. Sorry, depressing. This retreat was a lot different for me than the past years, which is really, like, in a good way, um, just because I feel like the things that God did in my life are going to be more impactful in the long run than just in the short run, and it's less of, like, a spiritual high and more of, like, a a long-term change that I want to make in my life, which is, I mean, just really cool that God is working through me in that way. I mean, just in the past, like, couple years, I've just been really struggling with feeling satisfied with my life and just with the things in it. And that's always just been something really hard for me. Um, I mean, for honestly, it's a very, very long time. And so this weekend, really just every time, you know, we had alone time with God or I would just spend some time in prayer, I really felt God telling me, Caitlin, I want you to be satisfied. I want you to be satisfied in me and nothing else except me. And so that was really cool just to, to feel that from God and to see him wanting me to be satisfied and just to see him um, healing something that has been a long struggle for me. And so that was just really cool um, so n- just to be able to, to feel that satisfaction in him and to, to know that I don't need you know things or p- other people in my life to feel satisfied, but that I can rely on him for that and, and that I will be satisfied and I'll, let, I'll never have to feel alone or unsatisfied, I mean, again, so.
2: Hello? Okay. I'm Charlotte. I'm also a senior, and ditto to everything that Caitlin said. Um, and I have anxiety. So that's what God has been working on me in the past couple of months because recently my parents told me that they were moving They bought a farm in Missouri closer to my grandparents, and so I'm going to have to go with them sooner or later in the summer. So it's just been really hard having to deal with the fact that I'm leaving, like, everyone that I've grown up with, all my friends, like, seriously, there's so many people, like, everybody. And um, it's just really, it was just a hard realization for me, and, like, every night I find myself just, like, thinking, and it's just, like, so depressing. Everything's just weighing down on me, the fact that I have to move in summer, and then also go off to college and start another new life in August. So just kind of the realization that it's not my plan, it's God's, and I need to follow his plan at all times in my life, and no matter what, his plan is always going to be right, and I know that. So even all my doubts and my worries about everything, they were kind of all washed away this weekend, and it was just really amazing to see that I no longer have to worry about... um, Kind of just my inner thoughts and how much I'm going to miss my friends and my, my small group and everything, and about how I can start over, but I can also have new friends I mean, old friends in Omaha, and just the realization that everything's going to be okay was really cool.
3: I'm Laura. Um, I'm a senior this year, and it was a really good fall retreat this year. Um, It wasn't like Caitlin said a spiritual high or anything, but I think God really just revealed to me how broken I am because, like, the whole time I've been a Christian, I've just kind of been like, oh yeah, I'm pretty much the strongest Christian that I know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, (laughs) it wasn't that extreme, but I was just like, instead of instead of realizing, like, the greatness of God, I almost put myself up to his level. And I was like, yeah, I'm such a great Christian because I love God so much. But um, it was, like, he just kind of showed me how broken I really am and how much I truly need him and how little I am without him. And so he just really opened up my heart to his greatness and kind of relit the fire that I have in my soul. Um, So, yeah, he just kind of showed me that it's not worth it to put on a show for people because it doesn't matter what others think but just how my heart is with him. So, yeah, that's kind of what I learned. It was really good.
4: I'm Mark, I'm a junior and um, pretty much this weekend, the biggest thing for me is uh, just, like, the community that we all had, and God, especially for me and my small group, you know, there's a few of us, which, whatever, but we were able to really grow with each other and with God through them, so, I mean, really, I just thank them for that, because, I mean, growing by God with yourself is really great, but when you also have those few other people that you can, you know, talk through, you learn so much more, and it just really helps you, so that's really what was great for me with this fall retreat. Yeah.
5: Hey, guys. I'm Mitch, and if you're wondering, yes, I was the one with the sports bra in the uh, slideshow. Um, if you want to ask why, YOLO. Um, <laughs> so I kind of want to share with you guys what God has been um, working in me, like, ever since this summer. I went on the trip to San Diego with Oasis. Um, And while there, um, I was—I don't know why, but I decided to read in the book Zechariah and the chapter 2. Don't ask me why. I don't know. But I did. And um, the last verse, uh, verse 13, says, um, be still, for God has rest has awoken Himself from His holy dwelling place, and um, that really spoke to me. Just because, you know, we get caught up in all these things that we want to do, like we want to try to, as Caitlin said, we want to try to find satisfaction in anything we do, like whatever it is, whether it be school and grades or you know sports or whatever. Um, you know, we tr- we try to fill a void, but as Ed said, I, don't, I think it was Saturday morning, it, you don't have to do anything for God to change you. And all I, all I really want to do is just be still. Just bask in what God has given me, in my friends, in my family, and really in his power and his, just his love. And when you do that, everything is going to change. And I think that's really the big takeaway from... Um, what Ed was teaching this weekend for me.
6: Hi, I'm Haley. Okay, being vulnerable here. um, The last several months of my life have been really, really hard, and I've gone through a lot of hurt um, and a lot of judgment from other people um, and just feelings of, like, inferiority and it's just kind of been weighing down, and I've been so stressed out, and I just haven't felt connected to God at all. Like, it's been really hard for me. But this retreat was also really hard for me. Um, But I guess the thing that God showed me and was really telling me, especially Saturday night, was that there is no condemnation in him, that he is not going to judge you, that he is never going to um, devalue you, that he's never going to leave you or think less of you. Like, period, ever. He loves you no matter what you do, no matter who you are, even if you totally reject him. Like, he loves you that much. And so that's just been really heavy on my heart the last couple days and has been so reassuring just to know that I'm not gonna worry about judgment from other people anymore. Like, the only one whose opinion matters is God, and that's all I need to care about. And so that was just what has been laid on my heart since Saturday night, and I want to take that with me for the rest of my life now.
7: Um, okay, so I don't think many of you know me. Um, my name is Christy Warnock. I came with a couple of friends to the retreat this year. I am a senior. I'm not going to really tell you something that I experienced over the weekend because um, I experienced a lot that all the people are saying up here. God worked in me as well. But um, I have just felt impressed by the Lord to tell you guys and to challenge you guys with something. So I'm just going to throw it out there, and you can listen if you want to. You don't have to. Um, there was a song that we sang over the weekend over and over and over again, and the words were just, rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up. And I was thinking, you know, that's something. We want to rise up, especially, guys, we've got to be honest with ourselves. Our generation is not the greatest generation in, in the universe. We're looked down upon, but I feel like there's hope there. I really do. I feel like there's hope there. And so what I want to challenge you guys to do is I want to challenge you guys to rise up. And I want to challenge you guys to be a generation that isn't judged that it, that doesn't care if they're judged because to be honest guys you've got the one the only one that's allowed to judge you've got him on your side and that's not just something i'm saying that's a fact you've got power you've got the power of lord <laughs> um, so i just i just i just want to challenge you guys you live in a world that will judge you day after day after day but i challenge you to not be afraid of that who cares Stand up, rise up, and don't be afraid of what they say.
8: Okay, so I can't top that. I am not, like, I'm not going to inspire y'all. I'm just going to tell you a quick story. But that was great. That was so good. I echo what she said. (laughs) Um, My name is Katie Kieser, and I am a senior. And that's really weird to say. It's really sad. Um, but one of the main things that God kind of like did in my heart over the weekend was when Ed talked on Sunday morning about your pile of stuff and, um, just how we approach our pile of stuff. And he was, he gave us like uh, a picture of like, okay, I'm just going to do it for those of you who like weren't there. He like showed like your pile of stuff. And then he said like, here you are standing there looking at your pile of stuff and you're like, oh dang, like. That's a lot of stuff. (laughs) I suck. (laughs) And then you, like, we think that God is standing over here, like, oh, Katie, like, look at your pile of stuff. I'm so disappointed. And then he said, no, guys, like, you and God are standing right here, and God has his arm around you, and he's looking at your pile of stuff with you, and he's saying, let's go through this together. And that was just, like, the coolest thing ever. Like, I drew it out in my book, and I, like, highlighted it and did all this crazy stuff just because I think that's, like, the biggest thing that I struggle with is I think I have to go through this by myself. And I always forget that God is there, um, and he's carrying me through my pile of stuff, so.
9: Hi, guys. I don't know how close I hold this to my face. Am I good? Okay. So um, I've been going to Brookside since I was in eighth grade which was a huge change in my life, actually. And we had a group of girls, and there were about 30 of us, our individual life group, and it was crazy. And everybody showed up every week, and it was so silly. And over the years, we've lost almost all of them. And we've had to switch leaders multiple, multiple times. And we had a group of, like, eight or ten girls last year, and... Basically we got new leaders again this year and it was really really hard for everybody to make that transition. And a lot of the girls stopped going. There's only about 3 of us that still come and we got put in a group of freshman girls who if I may say are the sweetest ever. They're awesome. But <laughs> what and it was really it was really hard for us cuz we opened up to people and we became so close to them and it was just really hard to keep switching that, and now over the weekend and whatnot, it really helped us to realize that we do need each other, and we need to help each other heal and help each other in our relationships with God, and that God did put us in a group together for a reason and gave us the leaders that they gave us for a reason, and that is awesome.
4: Hello. Uh, My name is Trevor. Uh, This weekend, what stuck with me wasn't exactly what Ed said, um, but it was more how he said it, and I was kind of wondering why he would leave sunny California to come to Omaha to talk to a bunch of random high school students. And so everything I heard, I kind of sat there and I was like, all right, Ed, I've heard this, you know, over and over again, and, and sometimes I would pray that weekend and God would tell me, Trevor, I love you, and I'd be like, okay, God, you know, I know that, I've read that several times. What hit me this weekend was just, instead of just knowing all these facts, um, to really just really believe them. Sometimes I would hear over and over again God say, I love you, Trevor. I love you, Trevor. And I'd be like, okay, God, maybe you want to tell me something different this time. You told me so many times. But I think I just didn't realize and really um, believe and really feel um, that he loved me. And, and uh, I think that's kind of what sets people like, like Ed, people who are really into God apart as they kind of... What they hear is they hear all these, these, these facts um, about God, but they really believe them and they really uh, experience them. I just thought that was really cool and something that I'm uh, currently going to try and work through. And...
10: Hi, I'm Holly, and... Um... I've had a relationship with God before I came to the retreat, and I was like, yeah, cool. I like God. You know, I'm a Christian. Life's good. But um, I was kind of getting down from being in the public school. Like, I'm not blaming public school, but a lot of negative influences were kind of getting down on me, and I was kind of starting to feel guilty and kind of shameful and kind of just dirty and kind of empty. So when I went to this, um, it was really hard for me that even though I've given – like, whatever it is to God, that I still felt guilty, and I still felt shameful, and I still felt dirty, but talking about how he loves you no matter what just kind of made me feel whole again, and that really helped, and um, when I came home, um, a lot of things kind of just hit me, and it was, like, a huge pile to come home to that I didn't know what was happening because of the retreat, so just going there kind of helped me through it, because if I wouldn't have gone to the retreat, I don't think I would be able to be as strong for my friends in these last few days. So, that's what the retreat. is.
11: Hello. How are you guys? For those of you that don't know me, my name is Will. Um, I'm a junior. I'm just going to tell you guys a quick story of what my experience with the fall retreat was like in the week before it and stuff like that, so just to give you, like, a brief, like, account of what happened, like, in my life before the fall retreat on, I think it was, like, (laughs) what are you laughing at? Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It was, like, um, I think it was the Tuesday before the fall retreat. I was um, reading through my Bible, and I got this one passage, and it was in um, Galatians 2, I believe, and I won't quote it exactly, but basically what it was talking about, Paul was talking um, to the people, the, the Galatians and stuff, and he was saying how uh, he had, his old self had been crucified with Christ and that his new life was centered in Christ. And So I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. So I actually wrote in my journal I, um, that I felt that I needed to have my life more centered in Christ. And so you know how you guys, you can tell, like, when God is really working with something in your life and there's like a series of different things that happen and you can tell it's God working. I think this was one of those um, occasions because then later on the Saturday morning of the fall retreat, um, I got up at like 7 a.m. or whatever with a couple other guys and we went out and we um, were reading in the Bible and all that. We were reading the story of um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how they were thrown into the firing furnace uh, because they wouldn't bow down to some golden idol. And um, so in that story, you all know um, that God was able to save them because they had faith in him. So that, that was kind of like the second piece of this whole story. And so then later as I was going on through the day, I didn't realize how these two like, stories were really connected until we got to that Saturday night. And for those of you that were there, you know how Ed has this like, picture in our mind with maybe like we're sitting here or whatever, and then Jesus is sitting there in front of us and just imagine what he'd be saying to you. So kind of like how Trevor was saying, I, I just felt like God was telling me that he loved me, and at first I thought, oh yeah, I've heard that before, but that Saturday night I just had this overwhelming feeling of peace in me, and I knew that if my life was centered in Christ, then I, with God as the center of me, I would be, be able to overcome like any sin or challenge that I'd be facing, and so... I just thought that that was a really cool experience that I'd share with you guys.
12: Hello. My name is Maddie. Um, Many of you might not know me. Um, I'm a junior and this is my second fall retreat. Um, This weekend was a lot about healing for me. Um, When Ed had us all sit there and just listen for God. I mean, naturally, when he just said, sit there and listen, a million and a half things ran through my head, and I got totally ADHD, and I was like, uh. <laughs> so I just sat there and I said, just, just listen. And I got just this overwhelming just sense of peace, and I heard, speak what is true. And I was like, oh my gosh, of course, Maddie. The one thing that you would hear is the last song lyric we just sang. Like, really? Um, and, but he said, you know, if you're hearing it, it's not you, it's not your craziness, it's God. So write it down. I was like, I mean, it's probably just me, but I wrote it down. He started talking about healing and everything and how you have to ask him and um, put it by name. So when we started praying, I have a lot of health issues. Yay. Um, I have a herniated disc in my back. Uh, I have mu- uh, shoulder muscle issues. I had a head tumor a while ago, so I get really bad headaches at times. Um, So I sat there, and I said, God, I need you to heal my back, my shoulder, and my head. The end. And, you know, I just kind of sat there like, yeah, yeah, I just did it. But I heard, speak what is true. And it kind of hit me at that time. I've made, at the time he hadn't said it, but I had made my pile a lot smaller in my head than it actually is. I have a lot more problems going on than I was actually willing to admit. And so I kind of, like, got a huge flood of emotion and realized how many problems I had. And I just sat there and I said, God, I just need you to heal it all. I mean, I know how hard it is, but I need you to heal it all. And when he said, picture God in front of you, I could feel him hold my face. And he said, I will heal you. You need only be still, which is um, kind of what Mitch was saying. And there's also uh, Exodus 14:14, 14, 14, the Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. And that just kind of hit me full force. And the next day he talked about how the pile and stuff, and it kind of kept the chain going there when um, he said, you're going to fight it together. And I said, I don't care how big my pile is. I'm going to fight it with God by my side now.
0: All right. Hey, clap for everyone that shared again. We've got like two minutes. You guys, it was a really good retreat. It was really fun to have Eli in that band there. I don't, I don't remember the last time we had like our own worship guy do worship at their Ed Retreat, so that was awesome. But Ed really challenged us, and so I want to like, just real quick, I think, I think he did this right with all of it. He did, he did it with us as a, as a leader team as well, but to say like, I want us to kind of like form a new normal here. Like, not everyone could go. But a lot of us experience this and he talked to me, I remember on the way home a little bit about like when a when a band of guys or a platoon or whatever it's called, like in the military, when you go through something together, when you're like a part of something and you're on a mission to to do something, like that's powerful. Like you're a part of you're part of a team. Anybody that's played sports kind of knows that. But when it's like when there's God stuff in it, it's it's all the more huge. But what's the new normal gonna be? He he kinda set the tone for like We're going to be a group of no condemnation and no judgment and a place where you are safe. Like it's safe for you to share what you want to share. And when you're dealing with stuff, like you guys are all dealing with stuff. That was his whole Saturday night thing was we all need to be healed of something. We all have junk and we need to be healed of it. And that's what Christ came to do. Like the gospel is not here's Jesus and so with Jesus you can be perfect. The gospel is I deserve nothing, and Jesus took my punishment. He took our, the punishment for our sins for us, and so with Jesus, we're clean, we're whole, we're new, we're free. But so um, I hope that you don't think I have to come to Oasis and put on my happy face. I hope you learn that you can come, you can come to church and put on your, your crappy face. But like, you can just be real, and you can be really honest. That first night, I think, was when he said like, what if you just went before God and said, God, this is me being real with you. God, this is how I feel. But that we also let each other speak into us, and we let each other build us up, and we let God speak to us. But I don't want, I don't want to keep doing small groups that are fake, and I don't think you guys do either. And if that's not the case, see, the hard thing is, is that every one of you, you can come here, but you all, you go to your group even, and maybe in your group, every single one of you go to a different school. And that's not exactly the case. You guys all go to Millard South. A lot of you, the whole group goes to a different school. So how do, you trust, how do you trust these? Well, hopefully you can. And leaders, a lot of this maybe depends on, on you setting a tone, um, but it's a group effort, and I hope it can happen. But I hope that the retreat was maybe kind of a new normal. And again, if you couldn't go, don't go like, oh, I didn't experience that. No, like it still it starts now, and it starts tonight. And um, be real. I mean, even when it comes to the topics, you can go, I'm not jiving with this topic tonight. But you can still go, I want to fully engage. And, or, or, you know what, group, this is why I can't engage tonight, because this is going on in my life. I'm going to read just one verse, maybe two. So we're in this 10 series. I don't know, you're probably not even going to talk about this in small groups tonight. I didn't necessarily want to get to it. But this is, this is the first two commands. This is what we said last week, that, that God says, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. And that's how the Ten Commandments starts. He starts by saying, we're already in relationship. But here's number one, command number one. You shall, not, you shall have no other gods before me. And command number two is almost exactly like it, slightly different. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or in the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. The first two commands, like who are you worshiping? We're all worshiping something. And so when Christy says rise up, all that is is a, is a shift from I'm worshiping myself, my reputation, my image, I'm worshiping me and what I go through to worshiping God, but we're all worshiping something. And the number one decision you can make is what are you gonna put at the center of your life? What are you gonna put at the center of your life? And some of you made that decision this weekend, but that's, that's, that's the question I'm gonna leave with you. As you go to groups tonight, what are you gonna put at the center of your life? Because we're all worshiping something. Even the most hardened atheist out there says, there's no God, so I guess it's just me, and I guess I just worship me, but we, we believe differently. We believe there's a God that created us and that loved us and that sent his son to take our punishment for our junk, and so we can look at our junk with Jesus and tackle it together. So let me pray real quick. Um, God, I thank you. I thank you for all the, leader, or all the students that shared tonight. God, I thank you for Ed Noble, and I thank you for Eli and the band, and I thank you for a great retreat God, I thank you for the many, many students that couldn't go on the retreat and just had other stuff going on. But God, I'm thankful that we're all a part of this group. We're all in this together. We're a team. And God, we're going somewhere. You send us out on mission to rise up, to be a generation, not that's leading our nation into the ground, but God, a nation that's leading people toward hope and toward peace and toward love. But Jesus, that's grounded in your word. That's grounded in the word of God. God, may we never stray from that. Um, And God, tonight, may we never stray from worshiping you. May you be in the center of our life. Because God, we're all worshiping something. And I pray that we could be real about what it is we're worshiping. And God, about how it lets us down a lot and that you never do. So God, I pray that we'd turn to you. So God, thanks for this group. Continue to work and move and lead and guide. And God, speak to us. God, show us us what you want us to do. Tell us what you want us to do because we need you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: And the walls kept tumbling down